function to the role Different players, different strokes But let me tell you about one Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back. Boy, we've already gone through an hour of this. Well, we just have fun. Yeah. Is is that what we're having here? I, I think so. I think so, too. I am. Yeah. Rufus, you are having fun? I, I sure am. And, and by the way, while I'm at it, I want to thank my friend Carter Q and one of our great listeners for sending me a book. What a nice man he that, is. He, now, you uh, tell me how to say that, Ann. H a u t e dogs, hot dogs. That's a, kind of a German name. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah. Which uh, which is the way my fancy. son used to pronounce it when yeah. he was old. Yeah. When he was fancy, a toddler. Fancy cuisine, and hot it's dog. got everything in here that you would ever dream about, and pictures by the galore about hot dogs. So thank you, Carter. I like the one. I like the one with. Um, of course, it's it's a little improvised, but. You know, if you if you take a hot dog and a bun and some good chili, and you can put whatever else you want, but that's what oh, I yeah. want, and then some French fries on top of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to pile them up. Just some French fries. You can have some off to the side, and then you can take a bite. And uh, if a few fall off, you can put them back or add more. Yeah. And then when you finish the hot dog and the French fries, you can eat more French fries. That's a good idea. Yeah. Doesn't All that right. sound good? I'm getting hungry well, already. Well, in fact, Mike, here's what you're talking about. Here's a picture. Yeah. You know, it's got a couple of uh, photos in there of hot dogs with French fries, and I just kind of thumbed through it. Yeah. That is. Boy, we're going to start eating hot dogs for breakfast. This right? one was called the Depression Dog. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you you sort of miss the depression, so, but you know what they're talking about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How about that? So, Carter, thank you. What a nice man from the the Durham Public Library system. He uh, we always enjoy talking to him uh, when we get a chance to to go to Durham, which isn't very often. Mm-hmm. The last so we either saw Carter last at. Witherspoon Rose Culture or at the Aluminum Company. Yeah. And because of the, uh, you know, all the problems we've had with COVID, we haven't uh, we haven't gotten out as much, and we haven't gone to Durham. Yeah, so, I think Carter uh, requested a, a rose to share, and so maybe you can come, Carter, next week to the farmers market. Yeah, we'd uh, love for you to have one. All right, Billy Howell is out at the State Farmers Market. We're going to be there next week. Billy, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. Out here watching all the fresh strawberries starting to roll in. Oh, you know, I was going to ask you about that. Nice. Are they co- where are they coming in from? Uh, Wayne County and Johnson County. Whew, good places. I about that. Have you sampled anything? Of course. I well, know. and there are you know if you go if you walk down the line there, folks uh, during peach and strawberry season especially, you can get you a, a little sample. Oh, okay. Well, we're sampling on the line down there. All right, forget what uh, I said then. <laughs> but I can go ahead and tell you that um, you can buy them. Just though. a few, and they are good this year. 
yeah they i'm sure they are so good a good crop uh the farmers consider this a good crop year for strawberries um you know i haven't talked to a lot because they just have a uh we have a couple vendors for rolled in with strawberries and they right. said they were doing well get on that billy find uh, out uh, people want to know um, some of the other ones were not made out here yet right okay but uh ones i have talked to sounds like it's they did pretty good, even with these last couple of little frosts. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had a couple of instances of hard rains here and there. So looked like they were still getting a little down east. So uh, what else you got under the farmer's sheds this morning? I, I think uh, last week um, Sam said y'all had some asparagus. We do have um, green asparagus and uh, purple asparagus. Oh. I haven't tried the purple asparagus myself, but the farmer was telling me that it's a whole lot sweeter. It's a very sweet one, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, Rufus, have you ever had any purple asparagus? A- absolutely. Got Brussels sprouts and broccoli and cauliflower, oh. cabbages and carrots and good stuff for you to eat. Well, yeah. uh, apples and let's see, we got some mushrooms and. <laughs> I don't know how many mushrooms I want. You don't like mushrooms, Ann? In very small pieces. You know, uh, I'm not real fond of them. What about you, Rufus? You I like mushrooms? I'll take a mushroom sandwich. I'll eat them with anything. A mushroom sandwich. Now, what do you put on the mushroom sandwich? Duke, Chili slaw Duke, and onions? Duke mayonnaise, of course. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have, I have I never heard of that. A mushroom sandwich with uh, Duke's mayonnaise. What about you, Paul? Do you yeah. like mu- uh, mushrooms? Yeah, bring it on, man. And, of course, you know, in North Carolina, we can grow a variety of mushrooms other than the button, uh, which you typically see, you know, mm. on your pizzas and in the grocery store. We we can grow the shiitake. That's one of the common ones, and I, I bet you got some of those down there. Yeah, I mean, you all have market. vendors uh, out there who uh, sell who grow mushrooms, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so that's pretty several, neat. Um, several varieties of mushrooms very very neat operation very on very flavorful yeah well you think about it, you you're so surprised with that mike think about a portobello sandwich it's one of the mm-hmm. first things you'll see on a a, a menu now the huge portobello mm-hmm. bigger yeah. than a slice of bread and i know I, I just kind of move that aside yeah <laughs> And you can put a slab of cheese on that and, and, and a little lettuce and tomato. Well, I need to branch out. Melissa has told me that many times. I've got to stuck in my way with food and a lot of other things. And I, I, I should try it sometime. But I always feel like if I order something and then I don't like it, then I don't, I don't get to eat. <laughs> it's kind of a, a waste and then I'm hungry. So that's, I'm just trying to be practical. Well, we're trying to say who, whose fault is that? <laughs> well, that's mine. I mean, it's, you get what you get. You, you got a broadcaster, remember? Okay. All right. So, well, you, you do have portobello, don't don't you? I, I'm pretty sure we do. I think that um, I was looking at some this morning out there. All right. So, what else you got? Down there this morning. Oh, our plant vendors uh, started coming in. Oh, wonderful. Always glad to see them. Yep, so we have um, plenty of house plants, ferns, uh, and boxwoods and azaleas and fruit trees. And, of course, we have um, 
vegetable plants, uh, peppers and tomato plants. And We're going to be fed well. Yeah. I would say so. <coughs> it may get a little bit cool this weekend, but uh, now what I do, if I go buy plants, like, you know, Gerald Adams was on the show a lot, he's out here. And I'll go ahead and... Y'all don't have security around him, do you? My washroom. Yeah. In front of the window, and I'll just kind of put them there, and then I'll take them out probably next weekend and plant them. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of hold off. Yeah, it'll be warmer next weekend, so... All right. Uh, Up in the market shops, plenty of things going on up there. Plenty to eat. Plenty to eat up there. I don't think we have a depression dog but we do have a rufus dog yeah absolutely and that should be in this book i don't know what what happened but it's not in there it's a hot it's a hot dog not a hot dog (laughs) i guess that's the reason well the the person sent me the book my friend carter said i'm enclosing a book uh for your hot dog collection i've contacted the publishers and the author (laughs) to strongly encourage them to include the rufus dog in the next edition of this book Answer your phone, uh, Billy. What's wrong with you? Yeah. All right. Tell your wife not to call you again while you're on the air. The uh, uh, so. Somebody got it. So what else you got in the market shops? Uh, we've got uh, our market bakery has yeah. got a new cooler in the front, and they, so they have been able to expand uh, into a few more um, cakes and. Of course, they had the raisin cinnamon bread. That's my favorite down there, as well as um, apple jacks and Ooh. ice cream. Yeah, and we have the uh, Chatham Hill Winery. And then we have fresh meats. You know, local grown meats is in there. Well, there's a lot of uh, great gift ideas. Easter's coming up. Got uh, fresh eggs. And we got the grill. We got three, two, one coffee. Uh-huh. Have local seafood. It's uncooked seafood. You can take it home and just a few minutes have you a good home cooked meal. Right. Uh, a lot of jams, barbecue sauces, spices. Yeah, the uh, unsweetened is uh, some folks like me that've got diabetes. They got all that collection down there of no sugar added. Jams and jellies, which I think is wonderful. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And of course, you got uh, Super Sod there, yeah, and uh, they they're busy. Trucks of uh, seed and fertilizer, and, mm-hmm. and they still got their little lawnmower out there cutting grass. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. That autom- <laughs> automatic one. Those things where I can get through that. High Absolutely. And you got, uh, uh, in addition to where they sell the you know the market grill, you've got uh, the seafood restaurant and the farmers market restaurant. And the farmers market uh, restaurant is open right now. They are till three o'clock. Uh, and uh, the seafood restaurant opens up what at eleven? It opens up at eleven and stays open till eight. And you can eat in there right now That's if you want correct. to. Also, uh, market imports. Market imports, all the wind chimes and bird baths and statues and pots. Uh, it'll take you an hour to walk through that place and look at everything. You still won't see it. Fascinating place and great gifts. Stuff in there. And uh, you might be able to find stuff for, for Easter, you for your Easter baskets. 
Uh, and the Easter Bunny needs it, to come. You know, anywhere on the the grounds of the farmers market, as a matter of fact, there's you know, a lot of ideas all over the place. Yeah, they we got a farmer down there raising um, Easter eggs. I heard. I'd be doggone. Now, Rufus, I thought you had a patent on that, and you were growing Easter eggs at your house. Well, I had a Dominecker egg. A Dominecker? Yeah, now anybody up there, farmer, chicken man, knows what a Dominecker is. It's check it white and black. Uh-huh. And mine lays check it white and black Easter eggs. I'll be mm. doggone. How about that, Billy? I, I tell you, Rufus is on top of this. He is always <laughs> on top. He knows what he's looking for. He is the man with a plan. <laughs> Billy, have a wonderful time, and uh, maybe we'll see you out there next week. Yeah, y'all come see us. Yeah, well, we, we'll be there next week. Oh, yeah. See, I don't have the face for that live remote, so I may hide from All right. <laughs> I got a face for radio. I got well, you, buddy. Well, why do you reckon rest of us are on radio? <laughs> <laughs> you take care. All right. Y'all, too. Y'all All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Let's go to uh, Don and Gardner. Uh, and Garner. Hey, Don. Good morning. Uh, I would first ask you to forgive my stupidity or ignorance, whichever. It well, there, you know, I, I just uh, I'll make up for that if you don't have enough. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm running over with it. All right. I, a couple of weeks ago, I called and asked about squash borers, and the response was aluminum foil or plastic pipe, and I can't uh, kind of get my head around what either one of those are to do or how to do uh, to control borers. Well, I know the the, the aluminum foil around the the base, and I guess into into the soil, son, around the base of the plant, right, Paul? Yeah, that borer um, lays an egg uh, in the base of the stem. Uh, it's a moth that flies in and, and lays an egg at the base of the stem. So if you can loosely wrap aluminum foil all the, all the way around the stem at the base, then it just prevents that moth from laying its egg there. And I guess you would have to – there's a certain point uh, where you wouldn't be able to use – I don't know if it starts to leaf out. Uh, you wouldn't be able to use the, the tubing. But uh, you can use that too, the plastic tubing. But aluminum foil is, is what I've heard most of my life. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that would work well. Yeah, I'm not sure about plastic wrap. Um, I, don't, I, he, I thought he was talking about a tube. A plastic, they said a piece of plastic irrigation pipe. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. yeah, that might work. Yeah. Rufus, you, uh, any other advice for that? I don't know if you're much of a squash. How deep do you uh, put the foil around the base of the plant? Two or three inches is what I do. Yeah, uh, two, two or three inches above the soil line. And I, I don't know if it needs to go very far below. It, you, you might just kind of flare it down at the base. The eggs are more on the surface. I, well, I think I think it lays the egg um, into the stem. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just above the surface. Probably just above the surface, or so. so if, if if you kind of, I think if you kind of flare it at the base if, with the aluminum foil, that should do it. Okay. Or if you're using that plastic tubing, just kind of work it you know, an eighth of an inch into the soil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, okay. All right, just above the top of the, just above soil surface and to below the co- Cover the top, you know. Two or three couple, inches, couple, Rufus couple mentioned. A couple inches of stem. Yeah. Uh, or, or, yeah, two or two, a couple inches above the soil line and then kind of a little bit below. If you're, if you're planting seed, uh, just put the 
put the seed in the in the tube? Uh, I think you'd want to wait until it sprouted and and had a little bit of growth on it, and then put the then right. tube and over then that. Stem. Yeah. Thank you for enlightening me, and I uh, hope you folks have a great weekend. All right. Let us know about. Uh, hopefully, you'll have success with that, Don. Right. Let us know other, uh, any way it happens. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Great question. Steve is in Garner. Hey, Steve. Yeah, my dad always put toothpicks. Around the base of the squash plant. Huh. You mean uh, a bunch of toothpicks? Yeah, he'd take a box of toothpicks out there and just push them in the ground around the base. And when I asked him what he did that for, he said, it's for the worms to keep them from getting into the squash plant. If they can't get around it, they can't bore into it. Right. It it, it worked for him. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, if there's another, another idea for that. A toothpick stockade. Yeah. yeah, a stockade, basically, is what he's talking about. And it was a cheap way out. So, I mean, toothpicks cost almost nothing, right? Yeah, I guess they're cheaper than aluminum foil. <laughs> anyway, I've had my fifth chemo treatment, and today is the best I've felt in six months. So, thank you for your thoughts. Absolutely, you Steve. You sound great. Yeah, Steve. I'm. I'm. I'm glad you're doing well, my friend. And and enjoy. Get out in your garden. I'm going to today. Yeah, um, that's a good time to do it. Yeah, this wonderful week time. Is our monthly day lily meeting at Powell Drive? What day? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. It starts at seven, and Wanda and Raymond Quinn are going to perform a uh, a. Uh, a program on hummingbirds. Oh, that's oh, that's always a lot of fun to talk and about hummingbirds. They know how to get them because if you go out to their daily farm, you're all you hear is the the buzzing of hummingbirds all around. Wow, that's marvelous. They're also going to do a program on their breeding program too. So it it, it would really be good uh, a good program. We meet at Powell Drive Community Center on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Very good. And just for information, they came and cleaned my garden out for me. And in the process, I have a wagon full of dragon lilies. I mean, spider lilies. Oh, wow. If anybody has an erosion problem, (laughs) these are great uh, hillside plants. They are, and, and really unusual plants to see that's kind of popping up there in September. They're free for anybody who will, that could want to come by and grab some. Very good, Steve. Probably got about two or 300 plants. All right. Wow, good, good gracious. Great. I mean, they were out there pulling, pulling those, are, those things up, weren't they? Those are right expensive if you order them out of a the catalog. Yes, they are. They're red. They're the ruby red ones. Good oh. gracious. And your address is in the. Uh, uh, you can go online and and y'all you have one of the gar the daylily gardens. If, if they go to the Raleigh Daylily Club website, and you can Google that, we are a registered daylily garden called Just One More. Mm-hmm. Just one more. Okay, very good. That is all the information. And we'll need. have the wagon out at the side of the road. And anybody wants to come by and grab a handful, you can help yourself. That's fabulous, Steve. Thanks so much, buddy, and you have a nice day.
Yeah, you too. I'll see you next week at the farmer's market. Oh, please do come by. Please do. We'd love to see you. God bless you guys. God bless you. Take care. All right. Um, Let's uh, take a break, and we'll be back and talk to Nelsa. And Edmund will have a question, and Nelsa will be able to to help answer that. Nelsa (laughs) from the Garden Hut is on the line, too. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Uh, Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuqua Verena, and good friend is with us. Hey, Nelson, you doing all right? Yes, sir. Good morning. Sitting in your truck? Yes, I am. <laughs> you got the doors locked? So nobody can get at you? <laughs> no, you got one of my gals here that uh Amanda, she's gonna tell us about Tony Avent's open house. Okay. What yeah, about ta- what about Tony Avent's open house? Well, Plant Delights Nursery and Juniper Level Botanic Garden are having their open house at the end of April, beginning of May. Uh-huh. So uh April twenty ninth Friday, April twenty ninth from eight to five and then April thirtieth from eight to five and then Sunday, May first. And then the next weekend, 8 to 5 on Friday and Saturday, and then 1 to 5 on Sunday. And you can walk the, the botanical garden as well as shop in the nursery. And all the staff will be there, including Tony Avent, to answer questions and uh, look at all the pretty plants flowering. Tony is like the mayor of, of that mm-hmm. region out there. So, yeah, he's, he's, al- he's always there to answer questions and um he knows about all of that stuff. Beautiful botanical gardens is really uh, a must place to to go if you're a plant lover. For sure, and the staff there are pretty awesome too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> all right, now so and, uh, your buddy um, from Garner, he's talking about Steve, uh, yeah, Raymond and Wanda, yeah, he's talking about Raymond and Wanda Quinn. Um, they're awesome. They're they're great customers of ours. I've I've known them for years at, at all the mini garden centers I've been to. Um, but their gardens are just amazing. So I think they do some open days. But um, but anyway, for their garden tour. But they they're really cool breeders and they they're, they're lovers of all plants, not just daylilies. So what's going on out at the garden hut today? Well, I'm sitting here watching all these little whirly gigs, wind spinners move in the in the wind here. They're colorful, they're beautiful. Um, we're pretty stocked up on uh, lots of garden variety, uh, both vegetables and um, just bedding plants, tropicals, beautiful ferns, hanging baskets. Um, we're just having a fun retail Saturday. Japanese, Japanese maples, yeah, they're they're leafing out. Oh. Uh, some of them have already leafed out. Yeah, they're they're just they're stunning. I, no doubt, we have the best selection of of large specimen Japanese maples. Um, just fire glows and Sherwoods and Bloodgoods and Cadzuras and Tobioshos and just some stunning stellar maples. It really depends on what size you want, because you mentioned the blood good. That can get quite quite tall. It can. Uh, fire glow, sure wood, are a little bit um, stockier, maybe 15 feet. Mm-hmm. 
And you get some that are, I don't know, waist high eventually, or even larger. Cut leaves. Yeah. 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 Some of the Put cut leaves, yeah. Great and con- mm-hmm. They do great in containers, and we've got some uh, really colorful, beautiful pottery uh, in for the season. Um, but, you know, we're just, um, we've done all the hard work all week, so now we're just letting customers roll in. Okay, now I've got Edmund on here. He's been waiting a while. Can you help answer his question? Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get Edmund on there. Edmund, thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Uh, I have a, uh, excuse me, I have a hibiscus plant that, uh, let's see, it's uh, dinner plate size flowers. Mm-hmm. Is this something that uh, is in your garden or is it in a pot that you have to bring in or? Well, it, it's just hardy, or it's in my yard. Uh, it's the corner of the house, and it's, it's beautiful when it. So it comes back every year. Uh, comes back every year. Yeah, well, every year it multiplies. Well, uh huh. Last year there was about fifty shoots, and and I was going to divide it a couple weeks ago, and the person I was going to give it to couldn't take it right then. And uh-huh. They won't be able to until next week. And right now I have about thirty some shoots coming up. Am I too late to divide it this year? Not at no, all. No, I mean, this is just getting started. Yeah. Yeah, give it a drink of water and just, um, you know, dig it in, in a little clump. be perfectly fine and get some good roots. Okay, so water it good, and then I can uh, Yeah, water it. it before you divide it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. Same day, water it that day, and then cut it later. That is correct. Yeah, that'd be good. Now, those small shoots may not produce this particular year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the shoots coming up, they they produce flowers every year, and they're beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate it. Well, I'll try that and uh, hope they can get this half or part that I give them, and they can enjoy it also. Very good, Edmund. That's nice of you to give plants away. That's a good, good uh, habit for gardeners. Yes, well, thank you very much. All right, have a nice have a day. Great day, thank you. Yes, sir. Bye. Nelson, did you uh, like that picture I sent you of that NC State azalea? Yes, I was very proud of you. Thank you. For that. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> so, you said that because you can't find a Carolina blue. I cannot azalea. find a Carolina blue azalea. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, you know that the NC State horticulturists are not going to develop one for you, so I guess you're just going to have to get some. Uh, do they have UNC Chapel Hill horticulturists? Oh yes. Do you, do you think a, a, a Carolina blue azalea will ever be? Uh, no, no, no. They've got some that are kind of lavender. That's about as close as you can get, probably. Rufus, I have you a Carolina plant. It's a Hoya. It's a heart-shaped Hoya, and it's painted Carolina blue. Painted Carolina blue. There you go. Oh, that's good. as, that's oh, as close it. as you're going to get, Rufus. That's it's like that. Uh, <laughs> it's like that gourd or, or pumpkin or whatever it is yep. that uh, somebody, I, I swear they must have painted it because it really did look kind of Carolina bluish. Well, in my mind, it was very blue. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you weren't having a good morning. Well, now, Nelson, you have to admit that it would it would have been okay with you had we won the championship the other night, wouldn't it? Yes, yes sir. 
I pulled for him. So I, I'm for any kind of North Carolina or ACC team. Yes, sir. And um, are we going to have a little gathering a little later? We certainly will. Well, I'll tell you one place we're going to gather is at the governor's mansion if they decide to let us in on uh, the 23rd. And they, so you're going to join us, right? Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Once you get in, you can't get out, Nelson. I know I, I, you, you got you, you to gotta go back to the garden hut, but you won't be able to do that until after the show, right? They won't, they, they won't let you out. <laughs> yeah, and Rufus, if you need me to pick you up that morning, we can chat about that. Okay. Yeah, it probably would be good if we consolidate, uh, yeah, at, least, uh, yeah. at least over there near the auxiliary Edmonston law firm. Mm-hmm. Which is on Lane Street, <laughs> Rufus. There's a. I mean, you you basically have a chain of law firms now, don't you? Well, it looks that way. Yeah. Well, at least there's a sign over there that says that. So, now, can, so I told him a while ago. I said going to the governor's mansion to do a show would be about the closest I ever got to being governor. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you you know you it would have been if you'd been governor. You remember that Krispy Kreme is just over the wall Oh, there. man, I'd have weighed 420 pounds. <laughs> I'd be like that Avon, that Avon lady. <laughs> the, the biggest business in, in that uh, little town in, in Kenston was yeah. the Avon lady. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. oh, gosh. Yeah, well, that, that's, uh, that, that's what this uh, elderly lady uh, told us one time on the air. That was Little town, little community she grew up in. And she said that was Accra, Accra, North Carolina, yeah. near near Kenston, North Carolina. Yeah. Good one. I remember that. I was on that day. Yeah, she was she was a funny lady. That was Miss Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had her ninetieth birthday. Yeah, and we celebrated it with her son Billy. Yeah, and God, a couple God bless her at the, at the seafood place at uh, Farmers Market. Oh wow. Okay. Well, y'all ate plenty then. All right, Nelson. Uh, you you got anything else you want to share with us? I I'm just looking at a, a uh, some note that I scribbled out here. It says red red dragon Japanese maple. What are the, that's what, a good cut leaf. That's a good cut leaf maple. Okay, I don't know when this was or why I was thinking about it. So that's a great great variety, huh? You have one of those? Yeah, I think we've got I think we've got two or three on site. Okay, well I'll have to take a look at them when I get out there. Yeah. Right. Anything well, we ought to be doing? To say, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Anything? Uh, well, I was going to say we've got some really pretty, um, I think they're called uh, Canadian cherries or Canada, Canada Red. So it's really interesting. They have um, almost the, the native cherry laurel that you see, kind of like a bottle brush little white uh, flower. Um, and then... The leaves are green, but as soon as the flowers fall off, the leaves will turn a really pretty red. So it's really a neat plant. So those are flowering now. Still have a few dogwoods flowering. Um, got some beautiful weeping and um, gold leaf uh, red buds. Those have been real pretty this year. Is that uh, Denny Warner variety? Yes. Yeah, those yeah, are. Rising sun and. Flamethrower. Flamethrower. Yeah, mm-hmm. the flamethrower is just extraordinary. Really, have you seen those, Paul? I don't think oh. I've seen that one. I'll, I'll find a, a photo of it because that's uh, yeah. Doctor Denny Warner developed yeah. those somewhere out in the hinterlands. 
flamethrower. He did. No, he, he did. did. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. One RHS. Okay. No one Chelsea Flower Show. Last cool. Nelson, I have a. Uh, Wait a minute, Nelson! You didn't believe me that I knew that Denny Warner developed that. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was flamethrower. Give me a little credit. Well, now you're at the beginning of the program. You talk about how dumb the announcers are. Well, they are some of them. <laughs> I'm not what I was saying. Not necessarily that they're dumb, they, but anybody can do this. So, if you know, if you just think about it a few minutes. So- Nobody can be as good as you, Rayleigh. Oh, boy, anybody. Yeah. All of my forebearers right. were much better than I. But thank you, Miss Nelsa. You have a great day, and, and I'll, uh, I guess the next time I see we may get out to see you before then, but uh, otherwise we'll see you at uh, the governor's mansion. Okay, y'all if, if they let us in. We got to make sure Rufus is there to get us in because he's the only one that can get through security, I think. He, he knows security. All right, sounds good. All right, buddy, my friend. Take care, bye. Sweetheart, good friend, Nelsa, fading off into the sunset, sitting in her <laughs> sitting in her truck, <laughs> sitting in her truck, and a big truck that is. She's got a she's got a beautiful truck. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. One of these days, I'm gonna have to get Tony Avett back on the show. I haven't. He hadn't been on the show in years. No, we were down at his busy place, game. and I remember we had all kinds of long technical time ago. problems that day. Long time ago, yeah. yeah. We always had technical problems. That was in the early days of, of cell phone technology, and we were using some of that early stuff. And we, you know, it, it, it's just it's just really a shame. But what a wonderful place it is! I love visiting, and uh, I, I need to get out there, and uh, so do you. All right. Uh, Marty is in Raleigh. Marty, good morning. You're at WPTF. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Hey, couldn't be better. How are you? I'm doing fine. Hey, those uh, those weeping red buds she was just talking about, are they are they miniature or dwarf? or How, how big do they get? Not very big. I We have one that I planted at St. Michael's Episcopal uh, probably eight years ago. And it's, you know, it's five feet Five to five. between five and six feet tall right now. Oh boy, that's because uh, I've got a regular size one that I. I <clears throat> they're they're nice in theory, but <clears throat> those leaves are a mess, and I'm I'm going to get rid of it. And I'd like to plant a smaller one in its place. Well, there are lots and lots of varieties of red buds to choose from. They're they're types with variegated leaves, some white and green, some uh, purple leaves that uh, stay purple most of the year. There's some that uh, like the flamethrower have kind of green, yellow, red leaves all at the same time. It's yeah, uh, very pretty. That, uh, uh, and there's some weeping ones. I can't think yeah, of the weeping variety. There's, there's a really nice one at the uh, kind of the intersection of St. Mary's and Glenwood on the right-hand side as you're going towards Glenwood it's, mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a yard there. It's been there forever. I always admire it when yeah. I go by it. And, and, and there uh, are Chinese kind of red buds, which are more upright, that I, I like a lot. Yeah, uh, well, they they look very was, different. Uh, is it is it too soon to? I've got some friends coming in to help me. Is it too soon to put my house plants outside? You talking? Told you better not. <laughs> yeah, annuals because I just going to get down in the thirties tonight. I think. I've How about seen. after tomorrow? I just looked at the weather. I don't see any any chance of frost for the next ten days. 
And well, the last frost date is the 15th. What do you think? Well, that's the average last frost day for this area. That doesn't mean it's going to stop at that point. <laughs> I mean, that's optimistic. It's not a law. Can't no, that's, that is not. That is one thing that's not a law. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe I better wait a week or so then. Yeah, don't get so anxious. What do you want to put the stuff out there because those people are coming in to help you? Yeah, I got a bad back. I need some help. Oh, okay. Well, I understand. Well, you know, can he uh, can he put? Of course, if you put him out there and cold weather popped up, you might have to cover him up. Yeah, I got some sheets. I could guess I could cover him up. Well, I'll just I'll I'll. You know, Marty, they're yours. Do whatever you want to. If you want to waste your money and kill the plants, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Marty, I make sure I I wait till a week after the fifteenth every year. You wait until the fifteenth. So you're you're pretty sure about the fifteenth. I'm not. No, I always oh, yeah. give it another week. Another week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had cold weather in May. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think waiting until towards the end of April for your tender plants, your tomatoes, planting and annuals, and marigolds, yeah. and petunias, and house plants, you know, deck plantings, you know, your patio ferns, things like Putting that. Putting out some of that annual lantana would be yeah. better. And yeah. Wait, wait. I'd. Early Safe, May. Safer bet is wait until towards the end of April. Yeah. All right. I'll have to. I'll have to find something else for these folks to do when they come because they're not going to come sponge off me without doing something. <laughs> you going to feed them? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they're coming for. Yeah. 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 We always right, get well, more people at our remotes <laughs> if we have food. So yeah. keep that in mind. Well, I appreciate it, guys, and y'all have a nice week, and we'll talk to you again soon. I hope. I hope so, too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're supposed to have – we were supposed to have him on last week. We were supposed to have uh, the uh, president of Black Cow on today. I'm not uh, – maybe at 10 o'clock or after the 10 o'clock news is uh, – when he'll uh, call, I hope, <clears throat> hope that um, he'll be able to join us. But uh, not nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Now, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. You ever thought about that? The black cow process helps to repurpose manure, so it's environmentally friendly. And beneficial for your garden and lawn. And on top of that, it doesn't smell bad. (laughs) Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than the garden soils. And it helps to retain moisture, too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. And, you know, this is really... The epitome of um, proper composting, the, the result, black cow. For more details, check out their interesting, interesting website at blackcow.com. And uh, we need to take a break, right, Jason? Okay, we'll do that. More coming up on the Weekend Gardener.
for 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF 957. Randy is in Oxford. Randy, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you? I saw a, what I think it's a red, looking it up, it looks like it's a red honeysuckle, and I've never seen it before. Yeah, that's right. It yeah, is. That's a, my it's an ornamental variety, and a lot of people have them on mailboxes. You know, it's full sun. It's our native honeysuckle. It's a beautiful plant, great for pollinators, attracts hummingbirds. There's also a yellow. It's called coral honeysuckle is the name of it, the common name of it. And strongly encourage uh, everybody adding it to their garden. Wonderful, wonderful plant. Uh, They think this red one is a native to North Carolina? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have it growing out. I should encourage this plant. But it's not not as invasive as... Oh, uh, no, it's not invasive at all. Yeah. Yeah, it, it... uh, and it's gorgeous. We have it planted at the Memorial Garden uh, at, that the Master Gardeners installed at the uh, Vance County Regional Farmers Market. It's in the on the entrance arbor, and it is just absolutely stunning um, in the spring uh, at the garden. Uh, Debbie Roos, the her pollinator paradise garden um, in Pittsburgh, uh, she's got a, a, a large planting of it. She's got both the the coral and the the yellow. Uh, stunningly beautiful. My mother, I yeah. think, had one for 40 years, at yeah. least 40 years. It may still be there on that uh, light post at so our you, house. Did you say that it's at the uh, farmer's market in Raleigh? No, at, in, in Vance County in Henderson. I, I'm the extension agent in Vance County. Yeah. Oh, you're in Vance County. Okay, well, I'm in Granville, yeah. so I could go and see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I assure you hey, it is. Hey, Randy, yeah. if you can hang on through the news, we can talk more. We'll be back. 